Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There, you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. I had the privilege and the honor and the absolute joy of chatting the last two episodes with Jessica Killingly and Samantha Joy. We were talking all things getting your book written and published and out into the world. So I wanted to come on today and do a little bit of a recap of what we talked about, but also share a bit more about who should write a book, if you should write a book, why you should write a book, some reasons around that, if that's something that you have thought about, and even if you haven't thought about it, I wanted to just share some things that I've been thinking about after I got off of those episodes with those two lovely ladies. And I wanted to let you know that if that is something that's swirling around in your head and you want to talk it through a little bit more, head over to everythingwithstyle.com. You can hit the contact page and there is the form that you can submit and reach out and we can start talking about these things. Because I know when I had started a business, I really had my organization business where I was making money off of it because let's be honest, if you're an organized person, you sort of just come out of the womb that way. So I'd always been organizing in my classrooms, in my home, with my kids, my schedule, all that kind of stuff. When I actually officially turned it into a business, it was really more around 2016. And I was going in people's homes and had been for a really long time. And I was doing something that I call working on the three E's philosophy. And I had these three simple steps that I was using to set and accomplish organization goals. And once I decided after hearing a lot from my clients and from friends and family, like you should write a book about this three simple step thing that you do because it's easy to follow. It makes a lot of sense. It keeps 
us from feeling so overwhelmed when we want to get something done, especially in the way of getting organized. And it's just something that is marketable, to be honest. You should put it out there. It's helpful. It makes sense. Put it into book form. So this was long before the days of podcasting for me. And I talked to friends and family who really knew me and who knew what my mission was, was, which was to help busy moms of littles get organized without that stress, without that overwhelm. And because I was doing professional organizing in people's homes, and this was even pre-pandemic, I did keep going back to the three E's philosophy. I kept going back to it, like I said, not just for getting organized, but for setting any types of goals and accomplishing them in a simplified way, in a way that wasn't going to make me, my kids, my clients, their kids feel overwhelmed or stressed out. So I say all of that because if you have got something that you work on for a business, if you have something that you found that is really valuable and helpful for other people and for you, those are the types of things that you could start thinking about right now and wonder, is this something that I could go on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something like that and talk about? Is this something that I could put in an ebook, something really small that maybe isn't a big, huge, actual written out book where you need an editor and you need a publisher, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you want to print something that's small in a PDF, that is a great, helpful checklist. I have the three E's checklist. You can actually go to everythingwithstyle.com and look for the three E's checklist and you can download that today. And it's basically just something that you can look at that you're using and doing already in your life and figure out a way to offer that to people in the way of a book. So maybe, like I said, you want to try your hand at some of those other things. I know the first way I started before I started writing a book, before I started a podcast, I started going on Facebook Live. And I was a theater major, so I grew up on stage. I feel very comfortable on stage, but I got all kinds of nervous when I had to hit record and go on live and was at the mercy of Wi-Fi and who was going to show up and what my friends and family would say when I started talking about getting organized. And it ended up being okay. It ended up actually being really great. But what if you maybe are not interested in putting your face in front of people in video format. I do highly encourage it. And these days it's just so totally okay not to be perfect and have everything just totally working right. You know, you can go on and be like, hey guys, I'm totally trying this for the first time. I don't know what I'm doing, bear with me, but I feel like I have a message I wanna share. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot more acceptable these days to come on, not in the most polished way. And if you are interested in sharing this message in book form, because maybe you've done the videos and those are really successful and people were loving it, or you're just really, really nervous and you're like, I don't think I want to do this video thing. I do, however, want to get my message out into the world so that it can help people. Now, I am talking about a nonfiction book. Maybe, as Jessica mentioned on our episode a couple of episodes ago, maybe you are actually interested in writing fiction and you are an incredible storyteller. And she talks about how that's great because that can actually solve a problem too of boredom. If you are bored and you want to read something that's entertaining, 
amazing. Put that out into the world. If you feel like you have this compelling story that you feel like people would enjoy reading. If you have a business, if you have an idea, if you have, like I had the three E's philosophy and that was working really well. If you have a system or a strategy that has proven time and time again to work for people, to work for you, to work for kids, to work for anyone who you have come in contact with where you are repeatedly trying this and it's working, that is a reason to consider putting it into a book. One of the things Jessica and I also talked about was the 1% rule. This is something that I talked about in getting organized on my podcast over the years. And I actually wrote the book, my book. I don't know if you've heard about it yet. It's called I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. But before I actually started talking about the 1% rule, I wrote my book and it was out into the world. So now this is definitely something that I am thinking about putting in to my second book. Yes, you heard it here. I am working on book number two. And I'm really excited about that because just like the book, really helped me work on my message, really helped me reach the audience that I wanted to reach in my business, I ended up taking that once I had written the book and starting a podcast. And if you've listened to this for a while, you know that I talk about how uh, my business got shut down with the pandemic because we can no longer go into each other's homes to get organized. And so I wanted to stay relevant. This is another reason you might consider writing a book. I wanted to stay relevant. I wanted to get my message out and I could no longer go into people's homes. So I had written this book, but it was sitting on my laptop. So at that time, at the height of 2020 in you know the height of the crazy pandemic, and we were at home and we were on lockdown and we were homeschooling and doing all the things. And I was really nervous and anxious about what was going to happen with my business. I started the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. And I truly took a lot of the things that I had written in different chapters of my book, and I used them as podcast episodes, and I just expanded on them. I shared some of the same stories and the same testimonies that I had for my clients that I wrote in the book on the podcast episodes. Then I started having guests come on and they started talking about some of the ways that we had worked together and how the three E's had really helped them and were serving them. And the podcast really took off. And when that happened and we were able to go back in people's homes and I was realizing that my business was exploding because I was reaching more people through the podcast, I thought, okay, now is the time. I took the book that I had written pre-pandemic and it had been edited by the incomparable Jessica Killingly. She is so talented. Check her out absolutely if you are interested in writing a book. And then I went to Samantha Joy. She and I, we talked in last week's episode, she and I had been connected during the pandemic because we were both talking about ways that we could serve each other in this Facebook live group that we had all joined together. Um, Jasmine was a sweet mom who had just said, I, I want to bring people together. And uh, she had this amazing meal service that she was offering and teaching people how they could, this was something that she did that you can put in a book. If you are a cook and you um, have found great recipes and, and simple things that you can do to help moms get 
delicious and healthy meals on the table. That's something worth putting into a book. That was something that Jasmine had done. And she said, I'm going to take women from different parts of the industry who are serving other people in their community and have them all join together and everybody can just share a little bit of things that we can do to help each other as busy moms of littles. And so Samantha Joy and I were both speakers that were on the panel for that couple of days that we were doing that. And it was so much fun. And I realized that I loved the way she was showing up and she was talking about writing a book, The Less Effect, and also publishing that. And we really connected in that way. We also both have this love of organization. And so she and I connected in that way and she really loved my message. And so it only made sense when it was time for me to get this book out into the world. After the pandemic, I decided to go to her and she helped me with the publishing of it. I originally self-published. And then whenever I had done that and it immediately hit bestseller that day on Amazon. It hit number one in new releases. It just, again, exploded. It was so crazy because I had this message and it needed to be out in the world and it was helping people. And that is something I want you to consider. If you have a story to tell, if you have a message to share with someone, if it's something that's based in your life, if it's something that's based on your experience, if it's a business that you've got, these are things that you can put into this book. Jessica talked about on a couple episodes ago, she talked about how she kept pulling out more Jesus, more 90s hip hop references, more of these different kinds of things that were definitely outside of the organization category that I had chosen to put into this book because she kept saying, yes, people will totally appreciate the how to's and the simple tips and strategies and that kind of thing that you're going to put in here. And they're going to appreciate the testimonials from your clients who have worked with you. But you also need to be sharing more about you personally and the things that you've gone through. And boy, did I share some stuff about marriage, some stuff about parenting, a lot of hard things that I was working through simultaneously as I'm writing the book. And I do believe that that was something that really made the book so much more relatable and it helped serve the people who were reading it. So anything that you feel like you could contribute and help people in something that you've experienced, something that you've gone through, and then put in some of your own personal journey, it just makes it so much more relatable. And it makes people want to buy your book. I know now when I go and speak on stages and I have the book sitting in the back, they want to come up after I have spoken and after we have connected and I've shared some of those really personal, intimate things about my life and how organization has helped and also how I am now pivoting through new parts of my life and structuring my business. They want to come back to the back and they want to buy that book because they know that I was sharing some of those things in the book and that was relatable. So after I had self-published really soon after it skyrocketed, hit bestseller and was in the hands of people who it could serve, who could use it, who could appreciate it and relate to it. That is when I started getting people asking if they could end up publishing my book in their publishing agency. And I did for uh, several months 
go back and forth with a few different people and figure out what I wanted to do. And in the end, Samantha had actually started the Landon Hale Press agency. And I ended up signing with her because she was the one who had helped me. I really loved the format. I really loved the structure. I loved how she was serving her authors and giving them that ownership of their work that they had worked so hard for as the author, instead of taking a ton of our money and all that kind of stuff that we were making from sales of the book. I loved the way that she was just acting in integrity. And she just said, I'm not seeing this in the publishing world right now. So I'm going to create it myself. That's another thing, by the way. And I know she's got another book in her that I'm dying for her to write. I feel like she needs a podcast. I feel like she needs another book on the way to talk about starting her publishing agency because there was a need. So is there something that you need to contribute in a book? Because there is a need. If you also would like to position yourself as an expert in your field, like I said, when I have, when I go on stage and I start talking about these things that are in my book, these experiences and add more and more to that topic that we are talking about that particular day, whenever I'm doing these these chats with awesome moms, I love that they are now seeing me as an expert in that industry, not only in organization, not only in mom life, not only me as a business owner, they are seeing all of those things, not just one part of me. So if there are lots of different parts of you that you would like to put into a book, that's what all of the chapters are for. You can really break down the different parts of you, the different parts of your strategy and your system. If that is something that you're putting out into the world, there are lots of different ways that you can then break down lots of these thoughts and feelings that you're having and put that into book form to serve someone else. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader. That's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You Girlfriend. Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So I also wanted to talk because I didn't get to say this too much, a little bit more about actually how my process was. I talked a little bit about this with Jessica, but I wanted to just do a quick overall view of how this doesn't have to be so hard. Can you imagine writing a book and it not having to be so hard? I actually had the best situation with both of these women. I was so thrilled to be able to work with both of them because they were cheering me on along the way. And again, if you need some cheering on along the way, please reach out, head over again to everythingwithstyle.com, go to the contact page, fill out the form, and let's start talking about how we can get you from stuck and perhaps stressed to focused and fulfilled. And if that means getting a book into the world, let's do it. So how did I start this from beginning and make it all the way to published and bestseller? 
I decided I wanted to work with someone as an accountability partner. And that's where Jessica came in. That was really important to me. And she took me through all the steps. Now, I will remind you, she has something now called the authority blueprint. And that is very helpful when you just need a little something on paper that you can keep referring back to and you can see something over and over again that's going to keep you on track. That was very helpful for me working with her we worked from an outline. So first I worked on brainstorming, getting my ideas down on paper. I talked about who I wanted to serve. I talked about what in the brainstorming session, I wrote down things that I wanted to have people say about my book after they read it. I wanted to hear what their transformations were going to be. I put all of that down in a brainstorming session. And then I started creating categories of ways. In my case, we talked about organizing. So I created categories that would translate into chapters of ways that I wanted to lay out how I structure it when I go into people's homes to get organized. And then as of course, I talk about doing things in three simple steps, I ended up breaking that down into three separate sections of the book. The theater person in me couldn't help but see that as act one, act two, and act three. So the thing is, that is a great way to start. If you have that brainstorming session, if you think about who you want to serve, if you think about the transformation you want them to have after they've read the book, what might they say in reviews? That's a great way to start because as you're creating that outline and then as you're building that out and writing chapter upon chapter, keep going back and looking at who am I serving? Did what I just write in this last chapter accomplish those goals? Did it, if I'm going back to those original brainstorming days, did it reach the person I wanted it to? Am I speaking to that person directly? Am I clear on who I'm speaking to? Am I going back and forth from like one mom to all the moms? Or am I bouncing all around and I'm talking about some dads and I'm talking about some college kids out of school who might want to get organized? It's really important to make sure that you're focused on who it is you're speaking to and stay consistent throughout. And what I learned through the book and then subsequently the podcast, and even when I go on stage and speak, is that you will actually end up on the periphery affecting and influencing other people outside of your niche. But it's really important to stay focused on your niche and who it is that you want to serve. Okay, so after I had done those things and written the outline and I started building into the chapters, all of those things and answering those questions that I was writing down in the brainstorming sessions and making sure it was all coming together. I had Jessica to keep me on track. I kept talking to her about that 1% and how I realized that my 1% to get more moving forward in the book and getting it written was actually just committing to opening my laptop because some days I didn't feel like writing and other days I couldn't turn off the flow. The words just came to me. It was really amazing how that worked out. And it all started with just sitting down in front of my laptop and committing to open it. And whether that was a day of brainstorming, a day of figuring out what chapters I wanted to work on. And it's okay to bounce around a little bit as long as you continue to have, and this is where an amazing editor comes in, but as long as you continue to have that once over that look again and say, am I on the right track? 
Am I talking to the right person I want to be talking to? Is my point clear? Do I need to have some extra examples? That's where a lot of the extra faith came in and the extra 90s hip hop references and the extra different things that really sort of made the things that I was talking about a little bit more personal and a little bit more detailed was actually talking about more stories and more things that were more specific that people can sort of latch onto. And I'll tell you what, now after people have read the book, that's what they come up and they talk to me about. They talk to me about those specific stories in the book, like Legos in the bedroom and stepping on those Legos or reclaiming your space. Or they talk about when my son Duke accidentally locked himself in the car on Christmas night and all these different things that, um, oh, oh gosh. Or like when they talk about the story that I share as a young person, when I ended up getting my first car at 15, because I was told by my parents that I needed to not get in another car with teenagers. And there was a really cute drummer that all my friends were getting in his car in this very cool Jeep. You know, it had no doors and no roof and was totally not safe at all, but he was really cute. And all my friends were getting in his car. And I just kept telling myself, my parents said, don't get in the car with another teenager right now. And it was the hardest thing I ever had to do at that time in my life, because what really are you dealing with at that time? And it turns out that was a great decision to not get in the car with them because I talk about how that landed me in my dad's car dealership the next day. And by the end of the week, I had my own car. I almost said brand new car. It was definitely not a brand new car. It was a 1990 red Beretta GT with a T-top sunroof, the ones you had to like pop out and actually take off and put in your trunk. And it had a cassette player and a DVD player, which was like crazy at the time. Anyway, you see where I'm going with this? People started latching on to those funny little stories. So if you are thinking about writing a book, definitely make sure you're focused on who you're talking to and you're giving them the how-tos and you're staying clear on your messaging but don't forget to add in those colorful stories because those tend to be the things that people will talk to me about after I've spoken at an event. They will come up to me and say, oh my gosh, when you talked about this, this, and this in the book, I was cry laughing or I was crying or that was totally relatable. And thank you for sharing because I'm going through that struggle right now as well. So I wanted you to just Think about these things if you are considering writing a book. And you know what? If you have listened to this whole episode, I think it's pretty clear that now is your time. It is your time. You were meant to hear this episode. You have a message to get out into the world. I would love to help you. Jessica Killingly would love to help you. Samantha Joy would love to help you get that book published and possibly even hit bestseller. Can you believe she was incredibly helpful in helping me with a launch plan and having step-by-step action plans that I could take to get my book off my laptop onto the World Wide Web, available to be purchased online or in person and get it to bestseller status. So if this is something that you are hearing today and you're like, all right, I've listened to the other two episodes, or maybe you haven't and you need to go back and listen to them because they are quite colorful. If we're talking about colorful stories, we had such a good time talking about my book journey, but also how they have pivoted in their lives and in their businesses. And as moms, 
with littles. They know what that's like as well. So definitely go back and listen to those and listen to your gut. If you are feeling like you keep getting this sign that it is time to get your message out into the world, however that may be, it is your time to pivot. It is your time to lean into that with or without fear. Just do it anyway, no matter what, because you have a message to share and there are people who are ready to hear it. And if that is in the form of a book, that is very exciting. And I would love to help you with that. I hope you are having an amazing week and keep on trying hard things. We can do them and absolutely lean on your mom friends to help you out. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcasts hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others, and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this. Your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.